Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just go to this episode's description. Today, the writer Salman Rushdie is in hospital after being stabbed. What does Iran have to do with it? The verdict today, which clearly implicates the government of Iran, in the murder, the assassination of four Iranian citizens in Berlin several years ago is further evidence that the government of Iran is dedicated to the direct sponsorship, operational and financial, of acts of terrorism. The 1990s were a terrifying time to be an enemy of Iran. Greece, Germany, France, nowhere was safe if you had ever been critical of the Islamic Republic that governs the state. Writers, poets, ordinary citizens. Iranian dissidents were stabbed, shot, injected with potassium, victims of car crashes. In all, more than 80 people were killed by Iranian operatives in what became known as the Chain Murders. While all this was happening, a British writer, born in India, was forced into hiding. The satanic verses. They bought it not to read, but to burn. In 1988, Salman Rushdie had written a book called The Satanic Verses. Two months ago, the first book burnings in Bradford, a mill town in northern England. It's an unlikely place to be fomenting revolution. The book was inspired by the life of the prophet Muhammad. It was meant to be satirical, but it angered millions of Muslims. Frenzied Muslims rioting and taking to the streets around the world demanding vengeance for what they believe is the writer's blasphemy against the Prophet Muhammad and his family. Salman Rushdie said that his book was being misunderstood, to no avail. People say that I've called Muhammad's wives prostitutes. It's not true. I've done no such thing. The danger to Salman Rushdie's life reached a critical point on Valentine's Day, 1989. In homes across Tehran and the rest of Iran, the voice of Ayatollah Khomeini, the country's supreme leader, crackled over the radio. I inform the proud Muslim people of the world that the author of the Zatanic Verses book is against Islam, the Prophet and the Quran, and all those involved in its publication who are aware of its content are sentenced to death. The Iranian state had called for the death of Salman Rushdie with a religious decree, or fatwa, and within hours, Rushdie went into hiding. Somewhere in London, no one but Scotland Yard knows exactly where, Rushdie holds up in a series of flats, moving to another location every time Scotland Yard's special branch thinks it prudent that he do so. For nine years, he only made brief public appearances. At a U2 concert in Wembley Stadium, 
on an episode of Have I Got News For You, which had to be aired without any pre-publicity. We were hoping to be joined by a tub of lard, but unfortunately it pulled out at the last minute. So instead we just went out onto the street and grabbed the nearest passerby, along with his nine bodyguards, Salman Rushdie. Rushdie's police protection allowed him to avoid the fate of his Japanese translator, who was stabbed to death. And in 1998, he was able to breathe a sigh of relief. In an attempt to normalise relations with the UK, the Iranian government relaxed the death sentence. The government of the Islamic Republic of Iran has no intention to threaten the life of the author of the satanic verses. Salman Rushdie came out of hiding. And I'm just getting back to the ordinary business of being a writer, and I'm very happy to be there. But Rushdie was still in danger because the fatwa was never actually lifted. And in 2005, Ayatollah Khomeini's successor, Ayatollah Khamenei, reaffirmed it. It would be enough to scare most people into locking their door and never coming out. But Salman Rushdie had long since re-entered society. He was living a relatively normal life. And that's what brought him to an educational centre in New York State last Friday. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. A man rushed onto the stage and attacked Salman Rushdie, who was about to speak at a literary event. The author, who's 75, was airlifted from the scene to a hospital in Pennsylvania. He had sustained approximately 12 stab wounds, puncturing his eye and liver and causing serious injury to his neck, chest and abdomen. The man who was going to moderate Rushdie's lecture could scarcely believe it. It was very difficult to understand. It looked like a sort of bad prank. Uh, and, and it didn't have any sense of reality. And then when there was blood behind him, it became real. Iran has denied responsibility for the attack, but there were no get well soons. According to Iran's foreign ministry, author Salman Rushdie and his supporters are the only people to blame for Friday's attack on the novelist. The foreign ministry went on to say today that, quote, no one has the right to accuse Iran in this regard, end quote. There is no evidence that Rushdie's suspected attacker Hadi Matar was an operative for Iran. But the 24-year-old is reportedly sympathetic to Shia extremism and the Iranian state. And even if Salman Rushdie was beginning to forget about Iran's fatwa, many Muslims had not. It was only in 2016 that Iranian media added $600,000 to the huge bounty on Rushdie's head. The fact that Hadi Matar wasn't even born when Rushdie was first sentenced to death shows just how long a shadow Iran's fatwa has cast over the British author. Its shadow is likely to stretch on for the rest of Salman Rushdie's life. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. This episode was written and mixed by Xavier Greenwood. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts? The Sensemaker.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.